And just like that, we are back for a new year of Penguins hockey and a new year of the Highmark Coaches Show. Same names with you, though, alongside Penn's head coach, Mike Sullivan. I'm Josh Getzoff. And, uh, Coach, it seems like it's been a long time, or maybe not, depending on who you ask, since that game back in May, the loss to the Rangers in Game 7. But now you're looking ahead to a new year, just a day away on Thursday night when the Arizona Coyotes come to PPG Paints Arena. Uh, how much are you guys looking forward to kind of starting the, the season over getting the fresh start after how last season ended and the, the eventful off season that just took place. Well, we're real excited, Josh. You know, we, we think we have uh, a very good hockey team, a very competitive hockey team, and uh, we're excited about the opportunity to, uh, to continue to compete. And uh, we, we've had a, a, a pretty competitive, uh, rigorous training camp to this point, and I think the guys are at the point now where they're they're ready for the regular season to start and to, and to play meaningful games and, and to begin that journey to try to compete for the Stanley Cup again. It is the Highmark Coaches Show, and I will get to your players in a second, but you had a busy offseason, as we mentioned. Uh, you personally, a three-year extension. Now, I know that's not going to kick in for another couple of years, but I'm curious from your perspective, and I ask this you know, with a little distance between you and I, but sometimes with head coaches, when they're coming into the final years of their contracts, there's always that, let's wait and see and see where we can get our extension done in the final year of the contract or whatnot. How important for you was it to find some clarity on that front for a long-term uh, extension, but also, you know, the Penguins side of things that they approached you? What was that whole process like? Well, they, they certainly came to me. Hexy came to me and uh, said that he had spoken with the, uh, the Fenway Sports Group, and this was something that they, uh, that they wanted to do, and they felt uh, confident in my ability to, uh, to lead the team in a head coach capacity, and uh, I couldn't be more grateful. You know, I, I, I can't tell you, Josh, how, how much you know, the city of Pittsburgh means to me and my family and, and, and what this group of players means to me and my family. And, and, and what we've been able to go through together, both successes and winning Stanley Cups, and also disappointments. And uh, but when you when you go through those types of life experiences, is you, you build uh, you build solid relationships with people. And I can't say enough about the group of people that that I've had the privilege to work with here in Pittsburgh. And so when they came to me and and, and offered me. Uh, the opportunity uh, to continue to coach here with an extension, just the just the trust and, and the faith that they've shown in me through their actions, um, you know, to, to make that type of a commitment to me as the head coach means the world to me. Well, as you and I speak right now, a training camp is still, I guess, technically going on in the sense that you don't play until Thursday night against Arizona, but at the same time, it's in the rearview mirror. The preseason games have been played. Um, from your perspective, to have that, you know, in the back of your mind that you're here, that you're laying the foundation and the groundwork and continuing to do so as you've done for the last seven years going into this year, eighth year as the head coach of the Penguins, uh, how did you take away from training camp, you and your staff seeing what you saw here on the ice, off the ice, and mixing in some of these new faces as well? Well, we're excited. You know, we're we're really encouraged with uh, with what we've seen to this point, and uh, we're we're excited about the group of players that we've assembled here. I, I think we've got a very competitive roster, and uh, you know, I think the some of the you know some of the decisions we've had to make most recently are are a testament to that. And uh, those those are difficult challenges, but they're certainly good ones to have, and they're suggestive of the fact that that we have a, a deep roster, and so we we feel really good about the group we have. We also understand how difficult the challenge is, and, uh, and nothing's inevitable. And we're going to have to go out and earn it every day. And uh, I think our, you know, our our 
veteran players understand it better than anybody. These guys have been through a lot, and uh, they they totally get the the, the challenge and that uh, that you have to go out and earn it every single day in this league, and and that's what we're looking forward to doing. So, you know, in in my mind uh, right now, this week uh, for me is the next stage of of this season where uh, we, for all intents and purposes, entered into the regular season. Uh, scenario and uh, we're down to to our NHL roster and uh, and we're going to move forward but we're certainly excited with the with the opportunity that we have to compete with this group of players. Well, we look ahead to the season in front of us with the Pittsburgh Penguins but first a look back to a busy offseason some big names staying some names going some trades some free agent signings all that going to be recapped on the other side of this break this is the season debut of the Highmark Coaches Show here on the Penguins Radio Network. Welcome back to the Highmark Coaches Show. And, Coach, as we mentioned, definitely not a quiet offseason for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Seemingly it never is. But this year there was a lot of intrigue as to how the organization would handle some of the decisions that were in front of them. And uh, I remember at the locker room clean-out day, the question was certainly there. Was this the last we would see of Brian Rust, of Evgeny Malkin, of Chris Letang, a few others as well? I mentioned those three because they were the three at the focal point of the offseason for the Penguins. And all three are back. Chris Letang signing a six-year deal. Brian Russ signing a six-year deal. Evgeny Malkin, a four-year deal. Let's start with Gino and Tanger, two guys that I know are very important to your run here in Pittsburgh and just the Penguins in general. Um, your reaction when you saw that those two were going to be back and uh, I guess the obvious, what it does for the Penguins moving forward to have two future Hall of Famers continue to be in the fold. Well, I was thrilled. Uh, you know, I think it goes without saying, you know, how important these guys are to to this organization in the city of Pittsburgh and 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 the legacy that that they've built here, along with Sid and uh, and some of the other players. But uh, I was I was so thrilled when uh, when ownership and and our management team when. Uh, went out and made the commitment to uh, to re-sign these guys. I think it gives us a lot of clarity on the direction uh, that that the team is is going as far as uh, you know continuing to to give this group an opportunity to try to contend for for a Stanley Cup. And in in my mind, uh, these guys are deserving of that opportunity. They've they've shown no signs of. Uh, of their games declining to the point where they can't play at an elite level. I think last year was a testament to that. They they had very strong seasons, and uh, we were a real competitive hockey team last year. And and so, you know, as I've said on a number of occasions, Josh, uh, even though we're getting a little bit of little bit older, we're not old. I think there's a there's a big distinction there, and and I think these guys have uh, have shown through their play that there's still elite play in them. And the fact that ownership and, and our management team uh, went out and signed these guys uh, is just a testament to, to their belief in that as well. And I couldn't be more thrilled as their coach. And uh, I love competing with these guys every night, and I look forward to the challenges we have ahead together. This will be their 17th year together in uh, Penguins black and gold. It's kind of unheard of. And you think about the other pro sports, there's nothing that really even compares to it. You have to go back to way before salary caps were even a thought, way before free agency was even a thought in major professional sports. The team players would even stay with teams maybe a decade plus to be approaching two decades. Uh, I'm wondering if you can give your thoughts on that and just how crazy that is from the perspective of the present-day sports climate to have these three be together for that long. Well, it's unique and it's special. Yeah. Uh, but these guys are special guys, in 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 my opinion, they're, uh, you know, that they're, they're they're three of the most driven athletes that I've ever been around. They have an insatiable appetite to win, 
and and they're willing to put the work in to do what it takes. And uh, with all of the successes that they've enjoyed here through through their careers in Pittsburgh, uh, they're hungry for more. I see it every day, and uh, I love that about them. I love that about their personalities, and and to to have three players uh, continue to play for one organization uh, like they have here in Pittsburgh is very unique in all of sports, not just hockey. Right. And so it's unheard of in, in, in so many ways. So I just think that this is a special core group of players. Uh, I personally think these three are deserving of that opportunity uh, with, with how they've performed throughout their, their careers here in Pittsburgh. I think they mean an awful lot to the city of Pittsburgh, not to mention what they mean to the Pittsburgh Penguins as an organization. So to have... Uh, to have the opportunity to continue to work with these guys every day, it's it's an incredible honor for me. Uh, but to see the three of them continue to compete together uh, is is a thrill. It's unheard of in sports. Uh, it's really a special uh, it's a special moment, I think, for the city of Pittsburgh and the and the organization as a whole. Three guys that are homegrown, also from the Penguins drafting them, and then you know, in the case of Latang, seeing a little bit of time in Wilkesbury, but for the most part, guys that have come right into Pittsburgh and had their success uh, at the professional level in bunches. Brian Rust, a guy who is also a homegrown product, a former third-round pick of the Penguins. He goes to Wilkesbury for a little bit more of an extended time. He works his way up through the system, plays under you in Wilkesbury comes to Pittsburgh. We know what he's done since. Uh, another guy that I assume, you know, when people talk about the core, the first three names they mention are Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. But now you kind of stretch it back with some of these contracts and guys that have become a part of the fabric here. And Brian Rust is probably a part of that outlying uh, core number as well for the Pittsburgh Penguins. For sure he is. He, he's a Pittsburgh Penguin through and through. Yeah. With the way he plays the game, with his commitment to, uh, to, to winning, uh, with, with how hard he works, uh, both on the ice and off the ice, I, I just think he's a Pittsburgh Penguin through and through, and he personifies what it means to be a Pittsburgh Penguin. I think, you know, when you look at guys like Rusty, Jake Gensel, Brian Dumoulin, these guys are the next wave mm-hmm. of of the culture of excellence that's been built here, and uh, you know they they have they have been uh, part of the extended core uh, after the the when when we talk about the big three. And so uh, I'm I'm just thrilled for Rusty that uh, that he's been rewarded with with a great contract that he's earned and he's so deserving. Uh, I'm thrilled for our team that that we have a player like Rusty that uh, that we can continue to compete with every night. Uh, but but for me, I, I would agree with you, Josh, in so many ways that that he's an extension of that core. In in a lot of ways, guys like him and Jake and 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 Dumo have have been. Uh, Kind of the, the 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 next torchbearers, so to speak, uh, for what it means to be a Pittsburgh Penguin. We talk a lot inside the locker room, you know, about that standard of excellence and and, and the responsibility that we all have to, to live up to the the culture of excellence that's been built here. And and it's really been built when you think about it. it you know, back in the Mario days when when they started to win championships and 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 these guys have have continued to carry on that 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 culture of excellence and and someone like myself has been the benefactor of of inheriting that and, and we're trying to continue to foster that and and so it's uh it's a thrill that these guys are back in the fold here uh, i think hexy did a real good job as far as getting them all into contract i think the direction is clear as far as you know where we're going with this team we're trying to win with with this group of players that we have we're going to do our very best to go out and earn it
Penguins have made the Stanley Cup playoffs each of the last 16 seasons. You throw in the re-signing of Ricard Raquel, Danton Heinen, Casey DeSmith, uh, Kasperi Kapanen, and it's a pretty strong forward group on paper. I did want to ask you about those forwards, though, because I, I find it interesting. I know you've talked a little bit about this, that when you're making your lines, you like to work in pairs as far as having two forwards skate together. And I don't think it's any secret. We've seen Jake Gensel and Sidney Crosby together a lot. In camp, we've seen Brian Rust and Evgeny Malkin together. But another pair we've seen a lot is Jeff Carter and Kasperi Kapanen. And uh, I know you've been asked ad nauseum about number 42 and what he could mean this year to the Penguins as far as the, the wild card factor of his ability in the lineup. Uh, but when you see Jeff Carter and you see what he's done in his career and you see Kasperi Kapan and you see maybe from the management and your coaching staff size what he's capable of doing moving forward in Pittsburgh, what leads you to that kind of a, a combination? And how do you kind of come up with those things? Is there anything you look at between – you know, two particular forwards that you say, okay, you know what, aside from the obvious eye test, there's something here that could work. Sure. There are, you know, we're looking for complementary skill sets, yeah. guys that we can put together that, that we think can uh, can help one another get better, mm -hmm. you know, where where the whole is greater than the sum of the parts, so to speak. And so we're, we're always talking about that as a coaching staff when, when we're, you know, trying to decide who to play with whom and uh, – and, and you are correct in the sense that when we do build our lines, a lot of time we start with pairs. And, the, and then we try to backfill lines with, with multiple objectives in mind. We're trying, to, we're trying to create effective lines. We're trying to surround our, uh, our very best players with what they need to be successful. We're trying to create a certain level of balance through our lineup that makes us hard to play against, that we think is essential to, to being a, uh, a top-tier team. And, and so we have multiple objectives in mind. With respect to Carts uh, and uh, Cappy, uh, you know, we, we felt as though uh, that was a pair that could uh, create the semblance of a really strong uh, top nine line for us. And so um, I, it, it's also given the fact that, you know, Carts and Cappy have a very good relationship. Cappy looks up to Carts in, in so many ways, and in a lot of ways, Carts is, uh, has been Cappy's mentor, so to speak, and and Carts does a really good job in taking Cappy under his wing and uh, and trying to help him along the way, and so for all those reasons, we've uh, you know we've liked that pair together. We think that uh, they can help one another get better on the ice, but but also off the ice, and and they they've got a unique relationship, and and we're trying to leverage that as well to to try to help both of them continue to grow. It's a strong forward group, a lot of familiar names, not so much on the right side of the defense. We'll talk a little bit about the remade blue line for the Penguins next here on the Highmark Coaches Show on the Penguins Radio Network. We're back on the Highmark Coaches Show, and Coach, we mentioned a big part of your team's restructuring this summer. Really the only part that was significantly looking different from last May to this September was your back end, especially on the right side. You trade for Jeff Petrie from Montreal. You sign Jan Ruda as an unrestricted free agent from the Tampa Bay Lightning. You acquire Ty Smith. Uh, he's obviously a left-hand shot but play from the uh, New Jersey Devils in exchange for John Marino in an offseason trade. I think when you look at the defense, particularly at the right side, you're bigger and you're deeper. And I'm curious for your thoughts now, kind of seeing it throughout a training camp in a couple of games, kind of getting your pairings figured out and everything that's come with that. Yeah, we're real encouraged with uh, with with how the de the defense core is shaping up as a group. I think when we went into this offseason, our coaching staff met with Hexy and Berkey, and we and we talked about how we could try to improve the team and get better. And one of the areas we talked about was just creating a little bit more diversity amongst our group of defensemen. And what I mean by that is 
is when you look at our defense core last year, and 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 I have to the first thing I need to say when with respect to those guys is they played extremely well for us, and uh, and we were so pleased with uh, the effort and the commitment that all those guys uh, displayed night in and night out. But when you just look at the skill sets as a group, we had a lot of similar type of defensemen, and we wanted to try to change the makeup a little bit where where we had different players bring different core competencies to the table. You know, for example, we got a guy like Jan Ruda now that's just a, a really solid defending defenseman. He's very good penalty killer. He's a big, strong kid. He, he's, he's hard at our net front. He's going to help us on our penalty kill. He's going to help us down in the trenches when, when we're battling down low in, 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 uh, in the battle areas for loose pucks. He's hard to play against. That, that's his core competency. Jeff Petrie is an elite defenseman. You know, he's a guy that's a top two defenseman on, on almost every team in this, in this league. So, so Jeff's a guy that brings both an offensive dimension and our tra- helping our transition game and the ability to play on a power play or things of that nature, but he's also a very good defending defenseman as well. He's a first over the boards penalty killer if we need him. He's a good shot blocker. He's hard at our net front. So, and, and a guy like Ty Smith is a great puck mover, good offensive instincts, moves the puck well, uh, really thinks the game, and as a young defenseman, that has a lot of upside. So now we've got a group of defensemen that all bring a little bit something different to the table with respect to their core competencies. And and so we're hopeful that, that that's going to make us harder to play against. It's going to make us more formidable. It's going to allow us to deploy these guys in certain situations where they can play to their strengths. And so that that's really the conversation that we went into the offseason with. I thought Hexy did a terrific job as far as uh, the moves that he made to put this group together. And you know you have a dependable, uh, another right-hand shot back there in Chad Ruedel. And I think one of the big things as far as your blue line was concerned going into camp is a lot of the names you mentioned there were kind of penciled in in a lot of people's depth charts. Obviously yours is the one that matters most, but penciled in to be a Pittsburgh Penguin coming into this year. Another aspect was trying to figure out who that quote-unquote sixth defenseman was going to be. Uh, we saw Ty Smith there in the preseason. We've seen P.O. Joseph get a lot of work as well. Um, I know that, as you've mentioned, the – decisions that lead into the opener aren't the concrete decisions for the rest of the season and we know there's a lot of cap situations that can play a role as well especially with how the penguins are right at the limit right now um, but from your perspective how did you see things play out you know between guys like mark friedman and chad ruedel and po joseph and ty smith you know all kind of competing to be a regular on that back end well we felt like they all had pretty strong training camps and uh, these guys are all good players in their own right it's a, these decisions are difficult Josh because we feel like we have nine defensemen right. that are NHL defensemen but unfortunately we can't keep nine on right. the roster uh, it's hard for us even to keep eight in order to become cap compliant. So those are the challenges on, on the business side of the game. We're trying to keep as much depth as we can. Uh, we're trying to understand what we have in some of our young players. Um, and so we're, we're hopeful that uh, in time these guys will continue to play and, uh, and, and push one another to be at their very best. Ultimately, in the big picture, uh, the best players will, will play for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, but these decisions, they're not easy. They're very difficult. We have so much respect for all of these guys that, we're, that by nature of the business we have to make decisions on. Uh, we try to do it the right way. We communicate with our players uh, and have honest conversations uh, and explain the whys. 
and uh, and I think all these guys understand it, and and uh, and and so. Uh, that's that's really that's the world that we live in. It's the nature of pro sports. So we're we're really encouraged, given the fact that we believe we've got not we're nine deep with NHL defensemen, bona fide right. players that can play play in the NHL. We have no reservation uh, of putting any of those guys in our lineup on any given night and have a comfort level that they can play and compete and help us win. And and that's that's how we feel. But you know the reality is is we've got to make really difficult decisions. This is where we're at right now. But as I say to all the players, it's not etched in stone. You know we etch it in pencil for a reason. This roster is in constant evolution, and there's constant uh, competition for this roster to be at its best. And even though this des- these decisions were made most recently, doesn't mean that they're etched in stone and that things can't change in the short term or the lo- or the the medium term or the long term. It's a deep group on the back end for the Penguins and also a deep group on the bench around you, Coach. It's been, uh, you know, kind of a, a rumor-filled offseason with the Penguins bench as far as Mike Bellucci and Todd Reardon being in the mix for some coaching uh, opportunities around the league and understandably so with the job they've done with you here in Pittsburgh. Um, but both re-signed to extensions along with yourself. Todd Reardon gets a title promotion to the associate coach. Um, I'm curious for your thoughts on that and also just the dynamic with you guys and it doesn't just limit itself to just Todd and Mike I know obviously you have a deep uh, staff here that puts a lot on the table as far as the team's success but just what you guys have built on that front because we always hear a lot about what the players are building what is the coaching staff been building well we have a great relationship we have a great rapport amongst all of us Uh, these guys are really smart guys and uh, you know I'm thrilled that to have the opportunity to coach with these guys uh, they certainly make me a better coach every day, uh, challenging me with their ideas and their thoughts. They have strong convictions. Uh, both Mike and Todd are both head coaches. That's the way I look at it. They're they're very capable. Uh, you know, Todd's been a head coach in the NHL right. in the past. He's a very capable head coach, as is Mike. You know, Mike's resume speaks for itself in the in the championships that he's won at the American League level and at the junior level. Uh, these guys are really smart guys, and and to to, to be able to go to work with these guys every day. Uh, for me is 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 a great thrill you know we have a lot of fun together uh, we have some heated discussions behind closed doors uh, I love the fact that these guys are comfortable speaking their minds and and ultimately at the end of the day we all know that uh, regardless of where we all sit with our opinions uh, you know we're all trying to make the Pittsburgh Penguins better right they're trying to help me as the head coach make the best decisions for the hockey team and I know that and so we're, we're trying to create an environment here amongst our coaching staff where we have healthy discourse. And these guys, they're not afraid to speak their minds. I love that about them. Uh, I think the world of these guys, I love to go to work with them every day. I couldn't be happier with, with the group of coaches that, uh, that we've been able to surround me with. They certainly make me a better coach every day continuity behind the bench and throughout much of the lineup we're back to wrap up the first high mark coaches show of the season it's after these messages here on the pittsburgh penguins radio network the high bar coaches show back on your radio dial alongside penn's head coach mike sullivan i'm josh getzoff and coach uh, as we mentioned this is a team that was very much similar to last year as they will be this year as far as the roster is concerned and the personnel on the ice is concerned um from your perspective how much does that give you guys an advantage out of the gate just knowing that there's a lot of players on this team that know their role, that know what's expected of them in their particular spot in the lineup, whereas other teams that maybe go through some big changes and add some big names are still kind of figuring that out in the first few weeks of the season. Well, I, I think, you know, stability and consistency is a really important attribute as a, as a sports team and as a, as a sports organization to have success. It's very difficult to, to sustain success when there's change everywhere. 
and and so we we've had the the great fortune of of having a you know a really sound solid core group of players here for certainly my tenure here and beyond and uh and and so I also believe that that one of my one of my biggest responsibilities as the head coach is to uh, define the identity of this team and and how we're going to play and what that identity means uh, to each and every player and and so as part of that uh, in in defining that identity is is also to uh, define roles and expectations of all of the individuals involved so that uh, that players are are crystal clear. On how they're going to help the Pittsburgh Penguins win, and and so we try to have those conversations with our players, uh, so that so that they have an understanding on on uh, on why they sit in our locker room and, and what they're bringing to the table to help us win. Um, they certainly can grow from that and uh, in, in, in possibly transition into a a, a a bigger role or a different role in that regard. But everyone is in that locker room for a reason because they're bringing something to the table. That, that we all believe is going to help us be the most competitive hockey team. And so I, I take that responsibility very seriously. I think that's a really important aspect of what I do as the head coach. And I think also in, in the years that we've done this together, I've come to appreciate just the, uh, the behind-the-scenes aspect of seeing how much work goes into getting the team ready to play on a nightly basis, not just by you but all of your coaches and, and the preparation that you go through in getting your team ready. And I'm curious, as we approach a new season, for you it's the eighth behind the bench in Pittsburgh. You're going to become the longest tenure Penguins head coach in franchise history. Do you still get the butterflies, the, those kind of feelings ahead of opening night, ahead of knowing you got an 82-game sprint and hopefully more beyond that for this team? Sure I do. I think uh, the day that you don't uh – would probably be the day that I should step down. I, I just love what I do. I love to compete with these guys. Uh, it's such a privilege to be a coach in this league, not to mention the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, and and it, it's the best league in the world. Uh, it's ultra competitive. There's a fine line between winning and losing. And it sure is a whole lot of fun to compete every night. That's the way I look at it. I, I love the the adrenaline rush. I love the uh, how competitive it is, and and I love competing with this group of players and this group of coaches that uh, that have been assembled here in Pittsburgh. So, uh, without a doubt, there'll be butterflies going into that first night. It goes away fast once that puck drops, and you're in the heat of the battle, Josh. But 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 I hope that never changes, and certainly in my time here, I I. Uh, I really enjoy this job and, and the opportunity to compete at this level. Well, we're psyched to be back with you for another year here on the Highmark Coaches Show. Coach, good luck against the Coyotes and beyond, and we will reconvene again in a couple of weeks. All right, Josh, thanks for having me. All right, that is Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan. And a reminder, the Penguins start their season Thursday night against the Arizona Coyotes. Our coverage begins at 6 p.m. with Penguins live pregame. Puck drop just after 7. Phil Bork and I will have the call from PPG Paints Arena for the Penguins and Arizona. We are thanking you all for tuning in to the season debut of the Highmark Coaches Show, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night for the Pens and the Yotes here on the Penguins Radio Network.